Hey world, welcome back to my podcast, Let's Talk With Ray, your host, episode 3, and I am so grateful, as you guys know, for all the support you guys putting from the beginning, so thank you so much, and thank you for being here with me today, and as you all know, I'm a church girl, I'm a Christian girl, I'm a child of God, so thank you so much, God, for giving me life once again to make this episode a success now i hope you guys are keeping safe because coronavirus is still there let's keep using our sanitizers keep your mask and avoid crowded places let's just keep the protocols going so we can get rid of coronavirus we ain't got time for corona in 2021 we're gonna be flying so we don't want coronavirus so please keep keeping safe also we have an addition to the family from austria yay welcome to the fam if you're from austria hello what's up and of course my homies gonna go dance what's up once again i know you don't get tired of this so what's up what's up i hope you're doing fine i hope you're doing great if you're having a bad day ray is here to brighten up your day so as i always say smile if you hear ray's name you gotta smile because it literally costs nothing now to the agenda for today i know last week i asked you guys to send me voice messages on your phobias and in addition to that i will be sharing mine before we go to the motivation for today so without further ado let's just get to business yay let's just get to business Mine is philophobia or philophobia. I don't know how you're going to say it. Fear of falling in love. Yeah. And throughout these years, I've been battling with that seriously. After my first breakup, yeah, it has not been easy. But I remove. <laughs> Hello, my name is Gifty, and <laughs> talking about phobia, I have this agoraphobia issue. I really, I really don't like to go to crowded places, and <laughs> anytime I'm, I'm there, you bow like. It's really, really, really difficult to escape from people. Like when people are all around you, and like you don't even know how to behave, you don't even know what to do. And if you want to like get out of the crowd, and it's so difficult to get out of it. Like I don't even <laughs> unless unless I'm surrounded by friends that I know that yeah, it's easily to get out. Okay, for the fear of failure, yeah, um, let's say we, we, me personally, sometimes um, stuff just drives within me and it's like, okay, why, what if I fail, what if I fail and all that, yeah, it, it's scary sometimes when you feel like what you do when it's not producing a result and all you have to say is, what if I fail, what if it doesn't come to pass at all? Are we still recovering from it? I know it's just a matter of time, yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm here again. Okay, so I'm a homophobia. 
that is the fear of blood yes i realized this when like I, I feel like my knees are shaking when i see like few people bleed or like those stuff like when i see blood i feel i don't know uh, most of the time like my knees feel somewhere in my teeth like rubbing like that kind of funny feeling yeah so yes <laughs> Yeah, um, talking about phobias, um, I don't know, but like when I look the most, what I have is currently being scared of heights. Um, I don't know, but like I'm pretty scared of heights, and even in the elevators. Sometimes I just it's like a battle, I don't know, it's just like an internal battle. I don't freak out externally, but like. I fear heights when I'm climbing a place, a high place. I look down and I get scared. So yeah, fear of heights on motorbikes. Okay, talking about phobias, I'll talk about atikiphobia. That's the fear of failure. Um, uh, perfectionist. So anything that I want to do, I want to succeed. I want it to be perfect. This fear of failure, it's very intense. When I'm in a contest, as in, um, I'm competing in a contest, I always fear that I'll fail. So it drives me to put in much effort so that I'll be the winner or image as the best. Okay, so my name is Elom and I think I have galactophobia, which is fear of shame or being embarrassed in public because one time I remember I went to the market with my auntie and I was holding a purse and then it fell off my hand and then right there to the paper started flying while it fell the paper started flying and the money inside started flying so my auntie was shouting at me yelling at me for my carelessness yes and then I just realized people were a lot of people were around just making at me laughing at me and then I was I was very very ashamed. Since then, I've been a fear FN, a, a, a phobia to shame. Since then, I don't want to be embarrassed or mess up in a public place. Yes, thank you. Honestly, I don't have phobias. I really don't. I'm not scared of anything. That something spooked me yes do i get surprised when i see some stuff or when i think about some stuff yes i do but does it really scare me i'll say no i'll say no because i don't know i have this mentality and people tend to be like oh tell me i'm just being a hard guy or you're trying to prove a hard guy but it's not like that i have this mentality of understanding the world how it's supposed to be or how it is Okay, so those are the audios you guys sent me. Thank you so much for those who put the effort. I apologize to those whose audios could not make it. 
it's because they were they didn't come on time so i'm so sorry try and bring them early so i could compile everything into the episode and for those who made it i had to cut some of them short because it would have taken too much time so i apologize but all in all i'm still grateful The last speaker though, the last speaker really got me. He said he's not scared of anything. Honey, I wish that I could be you, but I can't. You know, that is you. I am me. So I can't really talk much. But like, I admire you, sweetie. I admire you so much. To not be scared of anything. Well, that's interesting. Now to my story time about how I got hermophobia. So earlier last year, 2020, during the coronavirus lockdown, my mom owns a shop a cold store and we sell meat meat chicken raw meat and chicken and we butcher them as well for those who want to cut their meat so that day i was supposed to be at the shop and i had to do something in the house our shop is attached to the house okay so you can easily go in and come at any time so i asked one of my little sisters to sit there for me whilst i go take water from inside and when i came back there were a lot of customers on her and i don't remember what we were saying but she stopped cutting because i was talking to her so i quickly looked down to see what she was cutting and oh my goodness my little sister had cut her hand that space beneath your your thumb like before it's attached to your wrist that space i don't know what to call that i don't know the name of that but that space there there was a huge gash over there so i quickly rushed it into the house to wash the blood off and as we were washing i realized that the gash was so much and there were a lot of customers out outside of the shop so i had to take her to my mom immediately i got to my mom in the room with my sister and handed it over to her over to my mom i passed out there right there blacked out like within five seconds i blacked out fell on the ground and rose up again i was confused i didn't know what it was but i was in a hurry so i just left i just got up and left so after i left and went to the shop and i attended to the customers everyone was gone and the store was empty so i sat down and then i realized that my head was feeling heavy i was like oh my god what's wrong with me am i gonna die what is going on and i had some splitting headache and my head was getting so heavy heavy then i started to feel nauseous so i called one of my little sisters mind you i have a lot of sisters by the way so i called one of my little sisters to watch the shop whilst i go inside to attend to myself i didn't know what was going on so i rushed into the washroom thinking that i might throw up but when i got to the water on my way to the washroom too i started to mumble the blood the blood the blood unconsciously i was not aware that i was saying that but i kept saying the blood the blood and my mom was like rose what's wrong with you Yo, i was like no no i don't feel too well i want to throw up i want to throw up the blood the blood so i rushed to the washroom and thinking i would throw up i did not throw up i started to have a panic attack okay i had a serious panic attack couldn't breathe and everything was like echoing to me so my mom came to me she was like rose are you okay are you okay i was like no i'm having a panic attack i need fresh air so i quickly rushed out of the room and went out again for fresh air and then everything settled everything started to settle down and i started to feel better my mom got me some lime juice so to reduce the nauseousness the nausea and yeah that is my experience it's nothing much but it was not a good experience at all because 
what if it was a life and death situation with my sister? It means I will be dying along with her because I couldn't even control myself because of the blood. And it's quite unfortunate for me, but I find it funny because a lot of people know me. People who know me from my childhood know me to be a very tough girl. Like, I am that girl, you know, that girl who like who's like no nonsense will fight with boys will argue and you know i was this rough girl so like people and friends and family who heard that i had homophobia or i was reacting to blood that way really thought it was really funny but i thought it wasn't because it was not a good experience at all and i'm trying to work on it so you guys should also work on it and someone who had philophobia fear of love falling in love it's not healthy so i think that you should you should talk to someone you should definitely talk to someone it would be of good help to you so that is my experience with hermophobia and as i am working on mine i hope you also do work on your phobias because one way or the other it's just not healthy for us so it just makes us human but we still gotta work on it so we can live well you know now for today's motivation Someone messaged me and he said he had something to share with you guys. So, without further ado, let me just hand over to Samuel. Okay, so over to you, Samuel. Hello, everyone. I'm Samuel. And I'd like to share a few things I have on my mind with you. It's on influence. And our subject matter will be who versus what influences you. But before I proceed, I really want to thank Ria for this wonderful opportunity to share ideas, knowledge, and the like on this platform. Knowledge is the only thing that when you share, you get double. It's been exciting so far with her. So let's all endeavor to share the link to our friends, okay? Moving on with my submission on influence. As humans, we pick up things from others we admire or aspire to be and are influenced by them either directly or indirectly. You can be influencing someone by your actions unknowingly to you. But for those we look up to or aspire to be, have we asked ourselves what's been their drive over these years? Sometimes it's not about who influences us, but rather what influences us. And that can be from the hurt, from the pain, from the solitude and the life. And that drives us to achieve our objective. Let's all look at this scenario. When someone calls you a failure, do you wallow in self-denial or you send that threat into an opportunity to thrive? Be that person they say you can't. Let that fire burn from the inside out, and the results will be phenomenal. Have you asked yourself this? What has been your greatest influence? Let's reflect on this, because with each passing day, time waits for no man. We will end by sharing a story of two farmers with you, both expecting rains. One sealed and prepared the land, and the other didn't. The question is, which farmer really benefited? Of course, it will be the one who sealed the land. Thanks so much for hearing me out. And for listening, do have in mind that preparation always makes opportunity. Thank you once again.
so, so much, Sammy. Today I'm not going to talk much, I'm not going to say much, but Sammy has said it. Who and what influences you? Do we allow our failing times or down times to tell us what to do? Do we allow those feelings of worthlessness and incapability to tell us what to do? You know, influences are very tricky because they could be happening and you're not even aware of them. So why do you think people come from abusive homes and they turn out to be abusive or be abused? They get used to abuse, but they don't even notice it, you know? It's because psychologically it is taking over them. It has made them, it has told them what they have to become. So look around yourself. Look at your friends. Look at your parents. Look at your family. Look at what you want to do. Look at your workplace. Look at the people you allow to surround you. Look at who they are. And look at yourself and ask yourself, is that the right thing? Is that what I want to be? Is that what I am supposed to be? Or do you rise to the occasion and tell yourself, I can't do it. I don't care if I come from a home that can't afford such a water or a bottle of water. It doesn't matter if I come from a home that can't speak English. It doesn't matter if I come from a home that cannot, has not yet gone into high school. I can still do it. Don't allow those failures to influence your life. Don't allow those friends to tell you, oh, it doesn't matter, you can just take a sip. It's not going to do anything to you. You go to school, you meet new people. You see people climbing the social ladder. They're making it. You see people having money and you want to be like them. But the question is, how are these people being influenced? What is what is their motive? What is that, that yardstick? What is it that they're looking up to to get to where they are? Because mind you, we as human beings have something that we believe in. Something that moves us, that drives us to do things. You know? And they could be good, they could be bad. Because we're all not perfect. I'm not saying you can't look up to people. Of course, we have mentors, people we look up to. But it's not advisable. For me, it's not advisable to say, I want to be this. You can be like someone, but you can't be someone. We all have different roles to play in this world. We all have different purposes to achieve in this world. And these purposes must not defile what we believe in. Several years ago, I made a quote for myself. I wrote down a quote for myself and it says, an ambition should be an obsession without desecration, you know? And I'm a Christian girl. I believe in God. I don't know about you, but I believe in God. And my God has been so good to me that I owe him my life. And I told myself, anything that I want to achieve, I will achieve it as far as it does not go against or it does not disrespect what I believe in. So everything I do or want to do 
I work towards it. Then I use my Bible as a yardstick to ask myself, is this what the Bible wants me to do? So now I derive my influence from the Bible. It's a what, the Bible. Look at yourself. Look at what you're doing. Look at what you want to do. If you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, whatever you believe in, ask yourself, is this what I was made to do? Does it go against what I believe in? Does it desecrate my God? Does it desecrate, does it disrespect my belief? If it does, you should just start thinking. It should tell you something. It should tell you something. So today, Rhea has nothing much to say. But to say, your ambitions should be an obsession without desecration. Because how can we live in life without something to believe in? What we believe in as, is, as individuals is what drives us to move on. It's what keeps us alive every day. And my God is what keeps me alive. Not money, not riches, not water. It's my God. He's the purpose why I'm living. So therefore, everything I do, I'm influenced by the Bible or what the Bible says. What about you? What is influencing you? is influencing you are you working on it or are you just going with the flow it doesn't work that way you can't be white and be black you gotta choose you gotta choose and this brings me to a quote that Sammy shared with me and it says it's by William Ellery and it says Ideas are the mightiest influence on earth. One great thought breathed into man might regenerate him. Once again, ideas are the mightiest influence on earth. One great thought breathed into man might regenerate him. What are the thoughts we surround ourselves with? What are the people we surround ourselves with? What are the things we surround ourselves with? What influence do they have on us? Do they help us to achieve our purpose in life? Or do they distract us from achieving that purpose in life? Look at yourself. Look around. Today, Rhea says, find that purpose you have in life. And surround yourself with people and places and things that help you to achieve them. That influence you positively that influence you and moves you and drives you towards that purpose you gotta achieve you gotta gain you gotta make those projects those those contracts those jobs those whatever it is surround yourself with places people and things with who's and what's that influence you towards your goal towards your aim towards that purpose Once again, Rhea is saying, find that purpose and surround yourself with what's and who's that influence you to gain or to achieve those purposes in life.
So now that we're at the end of today's episode, I would like to give a massive shout out and thank you to you guys once again. Thank you so, so, so much for all the support. And let's keep sharing the link. Let's not stop. Let's keep sharing. And today I would like to give a special thank you to Sammy for sending us this knowledge, this motivation. I am motivated today to surround myself with who's and what's that influence or make me or drive me towards my purpose in life, you know. Because in as much as people refuse to accept the fact that the company or the people we keep around us influence or impact our choices. And do these choices drive us towards our purposes? or our aims that's a question you got to be asking yourself so let's check our surroundings let's check ourselves and let's be productive in our lives and like sammy did you could also send your audios to me or anything you want to share just let me know and let's work our, our way around it so we can share with the world as i always say let's try and keep corona away from 2021 we don't want to be in corona so please keep the safety protocols going your nose mask once again sanitizers avoid crowded places please please and i wouldn't like to waste myself for time so you know how we do it smile all the time because it costs nothing literally nothing at all and until the next episode i would love to see you in the next episode so until then it's bye-bye and see ya